What's up, everybody? It's LG Doucette here. Today is Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. We are coming at you a little later in the day. You're listening to The First Mint, a podcast where we talk about marketplace trends, big sales, and everything going on in NBA Top Shot. Sorry for the delay. There was a lot going on last night and today, but I guarantee you this podcast is worth it because we are going to talk about the term token gating and how it relates to these trade tickets in NBA Top Shot. We're also going to talk about the Throwdowns Series 2 set that might be coming our way very soon. I want to remind everybody here that nothing on the show constitutes trading advice in any way and that this show is not affiliated with NBA Top Shot, the NBA, or Dapper Labs. I'm just a guy at his house who loves basketball and blockchain. This is The First Mint. There is a lot going on right now, so I'm going to do my best to recap everything that's happening in NBA Top Shot, including throwdowns, but then also make time to talk about token gating, tickets, and everything that's happening around that in NFT land. Pretty much consider this episode a bit of a 101 on those topics if you've never heard them, using some very recent examples of token gating, such as the Gary Vaynerchuk drop, the Bored Apes Yacht Club thing as well as the meta key that you might have seen. But first, let's talk about Top Shot. So literally minutes ago, it's the middle of the afternoon here, we are seeing the Throwdowns Series 2 set being minted. And if you're paying attention, you've probably noticed that it has a very interesting play count. It has 51 total plays in the series, which if you try and do your math, you might wonder, how many challenges that that actually equal? And the only theory that we can really come up with that makes sense, well, there's two theories, but the most prevailing one is that within those 51 moments, there would be 45 of those moments that are used for challenges, as in nine moments per challenge, which is very standard on Top Shot, especially with like metallic gold or any other rare set, because this is a rare set. Each one's going to be minted out of 1,800. So those 45 moments become nine challenges or five challenges of nine and then we have those five challenge rewards added to the 45, which gives us 50. And then at the end of that, there would be a master challenge reward that would be the 51st moment. Again, no confirmation there. Also no confirmation or timeline on when this set is going to come out. I would actually say it's tomorrow, Thursday. I think that Top Shot has gotten to a rhythm where they make moments and then release them almost immediately. So I think that this is imminent. Also, no idea what the pack drop requirements are going to be. Would assume it's going to be very similar to the last couple rare or legendary drops, as in you have to own a certain amount of moments by a certain amount of time, and maybe I spent a bit, a few bucks on the marketplace. Notable players in this set: Donovan Mitchell, Russell Westbrook, Joel Embiid, Zion Williamson. Anthony Edwards, John Morant, Alex Caruso, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Aaron Gordon, and Blake Griffin, amongst many other great players. Again, it's a throwdown set, so these are all likely going to be some very sweet slam dunks. Other stuff that's coming up in Top Shot, Cool Cat 6 is about to end. It's coming up tomorrow morning with the reward for Zach Levine, and there are still two more moments to go in that set. Again, we need 29 for the eventual LaMelo Master Challenge, which has not started yet. That LaMelo Master Challenge, it's gonna be posted just like any other challenge. It'll just show up, but we're not there yet. We still need two more Cool Cats moments, and we don't know what they are, how we're gonna achieve them, I'd say prevailing theory right now is that, yes, again, they're going to be just common moment challenges, but again, there's no confirmation there. Top Shot has said in the past that it might be something more interesting than that, but I do feel like Cool Cats is something that we are all eager to wrap up at this point and get on with our lives and some other stuff in Top Shot. So 
keep an eye out for that. Also this week, another round of RSVP packs. So since the last podcast on Monday, there have actually been two new reservation packs announced. It was a hit last week where you went in and you hit reserve and then two days later you showed up in the queue and you could buy your pack. Since then, two new ones. So we have one coming out this Friday. If you didn't RSVP, it's too late now. You have to do it by this morning at nine o'clock Pacific. But you can pick up that pack this Friday through Saturday. Again, a big juicy queue window so you don't have to line up amongst 100,000. You can show up later and get one. And also this morning, it was announced that there will be another RSVP pack starting next week, exact same timeline. You got to reserve it on like Tuesday or Wednesday and then you pick it up on the weekendish days. And it looks like this is going to be a normal thing for a while, which is very exciting. Top Shot has for a long time said that the goal is for new collectors to be able to pick up a common pack when they join. So a weekly pre-registration makes it easy for those people to do that. Also makes it easy for us veteran collectors to get ourselves at the very least a base pack in Top Shot once a week because, and this is very important, this is why it's very important to get a lot of people these packs, opening a pack is by far the most exciting experience in Top Shot. It is really the gold of Top Shot. We need new people to experience that so that they can like Top Shot a lot. And we also need all of us to experience it in case we keep looking out on some of the rare and legendary packs or the special ones like Hustle and Flow, like me, I didn't get one the other day. We keep looking out on those or lucking out, I guess. We need to at least be getting some kind of base pack, something fun to do every week. And this RSVP system is doing that. Also in Top Shot, a couple bombs that were dropped in office hours yesterday on Tuesday. So Hustle and Show, the latest common set that's out, there will be no master challenge for that one. That's right. We were all expecting that there would be a master challenge because it said Hustle and Show drop number one and the reward being Giannis for the first challenge. But Jacob confirmed in office hours that there will be no master challenge for that one. So don't hold your breath if you're going to hold those moments after the challenge. You're trying to collect them for some big master challenge. It ain't going to happen. And like we just covered, it might actually happen in throwdowns for a master. Also yesterday, collector score was dropped. And what is collector score? Well, we only got a few details and apparently we're gonna get a whole big blog post about it real soon. But basically collector store is a score that we're all gonna be assigned based on our collection, as in what kind of moments we have or what their value is within the game of Top Shot. I'm not really sure how that's gonna be determined, but we are gonna be given a score based on our collection and that this score might be the gate for rare and legendary drops. I thought for a while that that's basically what baller status was going to be, but it's clear there's some issues with baller status, so who knows, maybe collector score is going to replace baller status or get incorporated with it. I'm not really sure what's going on there, but this new idea of collector score is going to be the gate for certain things happening in Top Shot, and conveniently, token gating and the idea of that is our topic for today, so we're gonna get into it next. All right, so the first thing that sparked the idea of token gating for me in Top Shot actually wasn't the rare and legendary drops. It was actually the trade tickets announcement of last week, which was huge, right? We know that these trade tickets are going to be available for trading in your old moments that you don't want, and that basically these tickets will be used to qualify yourself for the Series 1 reserve packs, which have all these fancy moments from Series 1. We know that. We also know that there are only going to be about seven to 10,000 packs of Series 1, which is not nearly enough for every collector, meaning that really only a certain few people are gonna get those. Also, we discovered in office hours yesterday, in case you missed this, Jacob said that 
tickets needed for those packs is either going to be dozens or maybe even hundreds. So really, this, this trade ticket thing is a system that I think at this point is really hard to speculate on because clearly Top Shot has some kind of plan for it that I don't think we're quite aware of yet. So I'm not gonna talk too much more about what those trade tickets look, could look like. What I really wanna focus on is the idea of gating something in Top Shot for drops. Like this past Monday, you needed two moments to be to have access to the Hustle and Show drop, and then like I said, legendary rare moments, you needed a certain amount of moments, whatever. In crypto, we call that token gating. And it's a very important term because a lot of projects in crypto lately in the NFT space have started to evolve into token gating. We saw a lot of the hype projects through kind of through this winter of celebrities doing their NFTs, whatever, just launching an NFT, just saying, hey, go buy my NFT. I got a cool NFT, whatever. Or it's, you know, related to some kind of auction or you get some kind of, you know, physical life thing. But now, now we're finally starting to see a lot of very cool new NFT projects have some form of token gating which honestly is very exciting because to me, token gating is one of the most promising parts of the NFT space, mainly because it unlocks so much creativity for what can be done. Token gating is pretty much a digital membership or club access that creators and brands and companies and whatever can develop around their products and around their communities. It's something that to me is really gonna unlock the next step of NFTs, and I'm very happy that we're all getting to experience that together in a very, uh, I guess, kind of moderate, light way within NBA Top Shot. Wouldn't really call being able to buy a rare pack a, a, a club access level thing, but again, the idea that you need to own a certain amount of assets in the NFT space to access something else, very exciting. I'll give you some other examples of NFT token-gated things that I've been experiencing uh, in my time in NFTs, and also talk about some that have happened in the last couple of days. So I subscribe to a newsletter, and this is no plug for them, but the newsletter is called Bankless. They're, they provide a lot of really great DeFi news. They talk about like, you know, that's an area I'm not very smart about. I have a lot of trouble understanding finance. So they are a very helpful newsletter for me to keep track of what's going on in, you know, all these big lending contracts and Aave and Uniswap, all that kind of stuff. They're a very nice newsletter. However, they have other better newsletters that are token gated. Basically what this bankless company wants me to do as a user, as a community member, is buy their bankless badge, which then gives me exclusive access to other newsletters and probably eventually to events and other things that they're doing. I haven't bought the badge yet. I probably will eventually, but I haven't actually seen the value in the bankless badge. I like just their daily or you know, a couple times a week newsletter. I'm good with that. I'm good with the free version for now. However, it's something I'm part of. Probably the most original example, or I guess like the OG, not original, but like the OG token gate is a project called Friends with Benefits. And before you laugh, it's not that type of project. Friends with Benefits is a project that I think was started about a year ago, where basically it was a social token where, you know, again, community members were given access to a token called the FWB token. And you had to basically hold 50 FWB tokens to be part of this very exclusive, like fancy group of people. I'm not sure if it was like a Discord or whatever it was, but essentially it was like a very private, like clubhouse style group of very smart, affluent people that only got in there by holding the 50 friends with benefits tokens. That might sound a little ridiculous considering now how much NFTs have grown, but at the time when it came out, it was very innovative. And that's again, that's kind of like the crypto kitties of token gating social tokens. In the last like couple days, man, we've seen so many hot NFT projects actually introduce 
a token gate feature. Yesterday, uh, DCL Blogger, who is one of the most well-known kind of blogger uh, Twitter personalities in the space, he's been around for a long time talking about NFTs, he and I guess probably some other people launched something called the MetaKey. And the MetaKey, there's various different tiers of it. I, 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 you know, I didn't get a chance to actually spend too much time on Rarible looking into it. However, judging from the project site, the MetaKey is going to give you future access to a bunch of different experiences in the metaverse, as in the metaverse, like these digital spaces called Decentraland, the Sandbox, which I'm invested in, and Somnium Space, all of these being like places where you have an avatar and you walk around and you do things. Basically, the MetaKey is gonna give you access to experiences that are built on those platforms. Also on their partner list are platforms like OpenSea and Rarible, as well as other games like Axie Infinity, communities like Whale Shark, which you all might remember, we had Whale Shark on and he talked about his community, as well as actual chains like Polygon. So the meta key, for better or for worse, and we're not sure exactly what those experiences are gonna be just yet, if you own one of these meta keys, Anybody who does will have access to some interesting experiences, some interesting people, as well as some airdrops of other NFTs coming up. Again, not an endorsement for MetaKey, just an interesting project. A more relatable project, or one you may have seen in your Twitter feed lately, is the Bored Apes Yacht Club. It was the hottest NFT of like the last five days over the weekend. Everybody you probably follow on Twitter in the Top Shot community was talking about this, trying to get their apes, they're cute, whatever. That project also promises a layer of access. So owning a yacht, ape, whatever, gives you token-gated access to experiences within that community. I believe that they have a club that is now open. I think there's also swag affiliated with it. I'm not sure, but again, something a little bit, you know, maybe not as broad as the MetaKey project, but again, something a little bit more accessible. Today, another very big name introduced a big token-gated project. I'm going to talk about it a little bit in depth. Gary Vaynerchuk, obviously one of the most prominent, I guess, social media voices of the last decade, finally introduced his long-awaited NFT, which the NFTs are actually these drawings he's been making of little animals, ironically, or not ironically, he's been posting them on Twitter, I guess, as a hint for the last couple months, so I guess we should have seen that coming. Basically, if you own one of these NFTs, you're going to have access to Gary's conferences, his events, probably way more access to him than you would as just somebody who's just part of his everyday community and of course, probably a bunch of other goodies that we haven't seen yet. What I found interesting about this Gary V drop, though, is that he almost like followed some kind of like NFT drop playbook, and he and he did it right in a sense. He went and he corralled all of the NFT OGs over to his cause. He must have shown them beforehand what he was working on, because I'm talking like he got guys like Jimmy, who was on the show a couple weeks ago, as well as like Beanie Maxi that you might follow in the Top Shot space, very prominent NFT collector. He got them, or he asked them, or they just voluntarily tweeted about this project in the last two weeks before it even came out. Oddly enough, a lot of those tweets resembled each other and saying they got like a sneak peek of the project. Not sure what's up with that. My personal thoughts on that project. To me, honestly, the website doesn't really have enough information about what these NFTs get. And I'll be honest, even from the MetaKey one, I would like to see more specific information about what that access is. I do think that what Gary's building and that this is going to help push NFTs into the mainstream. He inevitably is someone that the mainstream looks to for new trends. So if he's talking about NFTs and he's making his own project and he's doing it what I would consider the right way, you know, some kind of token gated thing, that's very good. I would like to see a bit more like 
value coming from that. Like I really want to know what those get you. And maybe it's, uh, some people were pointing out it's listed on the website, but I, I think I, I just want to know very tangibly what it is. I'd also like to see Gary build in the space, right? Like what is he going to be building? Like if this these NFTs are just access to current real life things that happen anyways, is that really building in the NFT space or is he going to be developing more interesting NFT products and projects that, you know, those token holders will have access to? Overall, I think it's a positive. Gary is very sharp. He usually knows what he's doing. And even if he gets some negative feedback from this, which I saw a bit of it on Twitter, I feel like he's the kind of guy who's going to listen to that and keep improving on his project. And honestly, if he doesn't, if this this is NFT token getting thing flops, then man, I don't know, maybe we're all screwed. We need his to do well. We need the big celebrity ones like his, the big endorsement people like that to do well. Okay, now to wrap this up, I'm going to bring this all the way back to Top Shot and these tickets. So I think these trade tickets or this collector score or whatever it is, I think that that is just the seed of what is going to be a much larger Top Shot token gated ecosystem that we're going to see in the future. I think down the line, Top Shot is going to find ways to token gate exclusive content and events, non Top Shot content and events such as, you know, maybe early access to the UFC product or the Dr. Zeus product or even this Genies thing that's coming really soon. We might see Top Shot token gate that with these tickets or the collector score. We might also see Top Shot token gate certain sets. So not just that, you know, a certain drop, but an entire set might only be available to certain collectors. And there might not even be a queue. It might be that you hold a certain amount of trade tickets and you get airdrop to pack. Who knows? The possibilities are endless in Top Shot in terms of what Dapper can do. What I'm more excited about is to come back to the creators. Really, this whole space of NFTs is supposed to unlock the power of the individual within the collective of their community. So what's interesting about it is that even though Dapper Labs and all them can token gate things, anybody else can do it as well. For a very long time in Top Shot, I've been saying that the true potential here is not just for Top Shot to make cool stuff, but for the players to get involved. As in, do interesting things like create their own clubs, you know? So someone like, I don't know, Ja Morant. What if Ja Morant made an exclusive Top Shot Moments Club where you had to own X amount of Ja Morant moments to be in the club and then that turns into a community where he sends you a bunch of fun stuff and invites you to events and interacts with you. That's just like a very base level idea, but that's what I think token gating within Top Shot, within Moments, within Flow can truly unlock is the power of the individual and I hope, honestly, that, you know, through the offseason, as more players have time to pay attention to Top Shot and that flow develops and that we get out of beta, I hope that that's what we see. I hope within a couple of years that Top Shot is, is very much still about cues and drops and moments, but also about community, also about connecting with individual players. And if we need, you know, a bit of confusion around trade tickets or, you know, restrictions for rare drops or whatever else to happen in order to bring us all along to get introduced to the idea of token gating, so be it. I'm glad it's happening, and I'm glad you guys are learning about it. I hope that this uh, impromptu token gate TED Talk has has helped you understand a couple things. Honestly, if you just go to Google and type in token gating NFTs, there's tons of information there. You can also follow um, the Seed Club, which I'm very big part of on Twitter. They have some great information about social tokens as well, NFT, token gating, all that kind of stuff. There's lots of great info out there, so if you're more curious about the subject, I encourage you to go and learn about it. 
And as you can imagine, that is the end of the show for today. If there is a throwdown set coming in the next 24 hours, man, I'm excited for it. And if it does happen, you'll know where to find us. We'll be on Twitter spaces every time there is a big drop. Get in our cold brew, so join us for that. Otherwise, we'll see you Friday on the First Mint.